0: But if I were to give you one tactical thing to do, it's to read the book Traction. Um, And then if you want your employees to read it, there's a a bridge version called What the Heck is EOS. EOS is Entrepreneur's Operating System. Um, That's going to go a long way in making your business successful. I I don't think I'm going to run any business in the future without um, that framework.
1: Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, a podcast that brings you insights and tactics from the greatest SaaS minds across the world. The show is brought to you by Doc, the conference to turn your SaaS up to 11, returning to Dublin in October 15th to the 17th, 2018. Hey SaaS revolutionaries, I'm super excited for Doc 18 seeing many of you in person in just a few days, depending on when you're listening to this. 12 months of work, uh, hard work has gone into this and HQ is brimming with excitement. To get you even more pumped, this week's conversation is especially useful and interesting. I chat with Eric Su, CEO of SaaS marketing agency Single Grain on all things content marketing. Eric is the host of not one, but two podcasts, Growth Everywhere and The Marketing School, which he co-hosts with Neil Patel. Eric is not only speaking at SaaS.com, but he'll also be recording a few live episodes of Growth Everywhere at our podcast stage, which will also see the Inside Intercom podcast, Nathan Lacker recording a few podcasts, of his show, The Top. Uh, and I believe SaaS Open Mike Deli Efti is doing um, uh, the startup chat as well and some, some teardowns with uh, with some startups. So that's all gonna be uh, super exciting and new uh, for 18 this year. You'll see a full lineup of those on our event app. We've limited seating available for those that actually want to join us at the podcast stage. It's one of the many exciting things that comes with a ticket. In case you're listening to this before the 15th of October, Uh, We've got a few tickets left and you can still use my personal discount code, AlexT20, to get a 20% discount whilst you can. Um, But back to my guest this week, Eric joined Single Grain five years ago, four years ago took over as CEO. When asked to describe himself, he simply says, I love marketing. And as you'll hear in the interview, he certainly does. Tune in to hear a myriad of helpful advice, including... One key advice he has about running content.
0: One of my friends explained this really well recently. And, you know, he's like, there's this concept c- called success gap. So this is my friend, Syed, which is also a SaaS company. He runs a company called Monster, which is like pop-up collection. Yeah. Uh, his team, they were like, for us, product success is someone that downloads the trial and then, or, you know, ends up paying, they become a, a paying customer. But he's like, no, that's not necessarily true. That's product activation. What success is, what their customers need to be successful. So, for someone to be successful with Optin Monster, they need what? They need a website first. Then they need to uh, have an email list, right? Then they need to be creating content. So, now it's not just about him writing about email pop ups, he's writing about all the things that people need to be successful with Optin Monster, right?
1: What is the most important role in content marketing you need to hire?
0: The one hire that takes the, the most um, off your plate that lifts a huge weight off your shoulders is probably someone like a managing editor. So this is not someone that, they don't necessarily need to be a good writer. They need to be good at managing the process, right? They're doing a bunch of different things. Like this person is hiring writers, okay? They're, they're managing the editorial process in terms of things getting posted out. And then if they're managing a repurposing framework, there's other uh, considerations there too. And at the same time, they're also looking at kind of, uh, you know, what kind of content assets are good for increasing email conversion rate. So they're really kind of well-rounded, kind of like a jack-of-all-trades.
1: A simple tactic on promoting your content, which, as Eric says, should take about 95% of your time, especially at the beginning.
0: Do the really thankless stuff, right? Because I come from an SEO content marketing background. I will actually go use a tool called Sumo, That's B-U-Z-Z, Sumo buzzsumo.com and then i would go search for a keyword like content marketing for example i'd look at in the last six months to a year what are the most popular posts and then i'll look for whoever has shared those on social you can see who shared them using buzzsumo and then you can also see who's linked to those posts as well and you can just reach out to those people using a tool like hunter.io
1: if you're listening to this before 15th join eric and 132 other speakers and learn from them all you need to know about content marketing sales customer success fundraising crossing oceans and everything else uh, that's, you know, regarding uh, scaling and growing your SaaS business. If you can't make it, um, we have just launched uh, Talk Live and streaming on demand. Uh, so you can watch, learn uh, from your home, your office, still participate in the conversations happening online. It's the next best thing to being in Dublin uh, it's all the lessons, the learning. Uh, you're just missing the, the networking and uh, a bit of the fun, really. Um, so, if you want to get SASTOC Live, go to live.sasstalk.com. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the SAS Revolution Show, uh, Eric Sue, CEO, of Single Grain. Welcome, Eric. Thanks for having me, Alex. It was great to uh, uh, well, great to have you on the show. guest. Uh, returning the favor in a way because uh, I, not, yeah. too, not, not too long ago, I was um, uh, luckily enough to have been on uh, on your po- uh, podcast. Uh, so thanks for that. I heard, I heard it was like the top performing podcast of all time, right?
0: Yeah. It was the uh, best, <laughs> by far the best.
1: Okay, I may, I, I may have made that so it's a great opportunity to uh, not only learn more about you, single grain. Uh, and obviously, you, you know where your expertise lies, and kind of like dig down in, into that a little bit, so we can get a little bit of a, uh, a snippet, learn something on this podcast, and also, I guess, get excited about what you're uh, uh, going to speak about um, uh, in Dublin. So uh, let, let's start with that. Tell us a little about uh, a little bit about who you are.
0: Yeah, uh wow, that's a loaded question. So I, I think I'll talk about how it relates to to, to all the stuff we're talking about. But uh yeah, my name's Eric Sue. Uh I run a uh it's more of a SaaS marketing agency called Single Grain and we get to work with a lot of cool companies. And yeah, you know, every now and then we'll get like an Uber or Amazon or a Lyft, and yeah, we'll take those two or even like a Salesforce too. Um and then primarily we help them with SEO paid advertising, and then we actually have a SaaS company um that's a separate entity that is, I uh, just think, A-B testing for SEO. So I'm happy to talk about that later. Um, but all of this kind of really spun from content marketing and SEO, which is my background, and all the leads that we get, everything, you know, some of the largest financial firms in the world, largest blockchain companies, the largest tech companies, it all comes from inbound. We don't do any outbound right now. Um, we do do outbound for the SaaS company, but for the agency, it's all inbound. So I think that's something that is unique. I think we'll talk about how people can kind of build that evergreen, um, you know, traffic engine and um, even before this, I, I, I took over this company. Um, I ran marketing at a, uh, think you know, think of it as uh, online education SaaS called uh, Treehouse. Um, mm-hmm. So that was where I kind of cut my teeth in the subscription uh, world. And uh, I, like, like you mentioned, I do a podcast called Growth Everywhere. Uh, I've been doing that one for five years. I do another one called Marketing School, which is every day with my, my co-host uh, Neil Patel. So that's what I do. I love marketing.
1: Very cool, very cool. So a couple of things. So you took over Single Grain um did you take over from uh sujan patel is that right
0: i did yeah so Sujin was the previous founder uh neil was actually one of the partners as well so i always like to 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 um we, we always kind of poke fun at it because we're all we're all friends we all still talk um you know it was it was four brown guys and one yellow guy and the yellow guy bought uh, the company for two dollars
1: <laughs> okay very cool um yeah. and yeah i know i i know sujan or you know obviously see him on the uh, uh, on the circuit and uh, so, yeah, uh, he's he's a great marketer uh, uh, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and uh, so, uh, how long how long is it since you've been running Single Grain?
0: Wow. Okay. So I I, I joined the company five years ago. I took it over four years ago.
1: Okay. Uh, and and you've been doing your podcast for five years. So did you, did you start your podcast? Uh, well, you you took the company over four years ago. Did you start the podcast mm-hmm. the same time you joined Single Grain? Sort of like roughly. I started
0: the podcast about five six months into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, by, I, I should have shut it down because after the first year I was only getting nine downloads a day. And then after the second year, I was only getting 30 downloads a day. So, uh, should have given up, but I didn't.
1: That's a, I mean, like similar, um, well, uh, similar to my story in terms of, you, you know, our, our podcast has been going for three years. So you, you've been yeah. going uh, a, a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I mean like the first, first year, you know, we're probably getting, I don't know, was it a hundred? 100 downloads per week or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't huge numbers, but it's just one of those things that we, we just, you know, didn't stop, right? And, and now it's yeah. kind of like building up, you know, we're, we're getting about sort of 3,000 per week like right now. Uh, yeah. And what, what we see, and I'm sure that you've seen it as well, that, you know, so many people have uh, tried launching podcasts over the last year and they, you know, they don't see the numbers instantly and they just give up like, within you know, a few months because it just seems like too much hard work. I think similarly, like years, years ago, probably a couple of years ago, people were doing the same with like content marketing, right? You know, they're writing blog posts and then, oh, I'm only getting a hundred views, not going to do this anymore. But what, I mean, what, what would you advise in, 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 in that instance?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, um, there's this, actually I was reading this quote yesterday. So the founder of Walmart, uh, Sam Walton, he actually started as a A dollar store first, right? And and someone asked him later, like, what was the success? Like, he was the biggest company uh, in America, and he he's like, what's the secret to your success? And he said something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing here. It's like you just stick with it, and then you know you you eventually get there. That's all it is. It's it's just persistence, right? Um. So for me, you know, what I was getting out of it, and I'm sure this might be the same thing for you, was when I was interviewing people, I was learning so much about. And at the time I was trying to save single grain and I was just getting all this free advice from, these are millionaires. These are billionaires, best-selling authors. I was just getting so much free advice. I'm like, man, this is gold to me. I don't care how many downloads I'm getting. I'm going to keep going. And then eventually it started taking off. Um, now that podcast gets about a hundred thousand downloads a month. And then that led to my other podcast, uh, Marketing School, which is about $760,000 a month now. So it just like the, everyone says, you know, the overnight success just takes years to come. Um, sometimes even longer than that. And I think it's true.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the things, I mean, I, I see the, the commonality with many of the uh, entrepreneurs uh, uh, that are successful like Sam Walton, you, you know, uh, even um, uh, Phil Knight, you know, uh, from uh, from Nike, right, you know, it, its persistence is like, you know, never giving up. And it was, uh, and a lot of people would say, you know, these uh, Ten years, like overnight success stories, or like even even more, right? You know, it's uh, it's never an overnight success story. It's something that you know people just kind of carry on, um, you know, and continue, and you know, companies nearly fold, and then you, you know they're kind of rescued like that, and you know, get there uh, eventually. But uh, getting back, taking that back to like content marketing, um, you know, podcasting, um, yeah, like for for us, it's just you know continually going like each week, you know, grinding, uh, you know, uh, putting out the content. And just building it, building it up and seeing the results. Um, so with, with what you guys, you, you specifically work, uh, or I mean, is it exclusively with SaaS, SaaS companies um, for, for single grain?
0: The large majority are SaaS. And then like, um, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like if Uber or Amazon comes along, like sure, we'll take them. Um, but the, the large majority are SaaS. Um, and I, I think it's just because it's, um, we know SaaS well and um yeah we'll, we'll take some e-commerce ones too but saas is just like a playbook that we've just executed so many times and we do it for ourselves too and it's just like wow we've seen it before it works well um and we like it
1: makes sense makes sense and, and so obviously with you working with all these saas companies you know we're talking about uh, obviously you know inbound works for uh not all saas companies but like a hell of a lot of saas companies right um, let, let's kind of like dive into that. You know what what is uh, going to help SaaS companies that are listening and like to give you a bit of insights. I, um, you know, the majority of the, you know the, the SaaS companies that are listening, I think, are mainly you know uh, SMB SaaS selling to to SMBs. So uh, again, they'll, they'll be you know needing that uh, that inbound uh, traffic um what's what's working today uh what what should people uh people be doing should they be doing podcasting should they be writing content what would you be
0: uh, advising yeah so i'll start I, I mean i think even before that i like i'll start with something i hope the noise outside isn't too bad um, no, but yeah so um hubspot i guess i'll ask you first alex so you know how they write like they have these guides on how to buy bitcoin and like HubSpot's is the crm right like how does it make sense for them to write about bitcoin you would think it doesn't make any sense right
1: Exactly, exactly. I I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily even like download a guide from HubSpot
0: about buying Bitcoin. So I would think, what would they know? Right, exactly. So one of my friends explained this really well recently. And, you know, he's like, there's this concept called success gaps, right? And here's what it means. So he's like, okay, you know, for his tool, um, so this is my friend Sayed, which is also a SaaS company. He runs a company called Monster, which is like pop-up collection, uh, Right, so you know, he was like, you know, um, for his team, they were like, for us, product success is someone that downloads the trial and then, or you know, ends up paying. They become a, a paying customer. But he's like, no, that's not necessarily true. That's product activation. What success is what their customers need to be successful. So for someone to be successful with Optin Monster, they need what? They need a website first. Then they need to uh, have an email list, right? Then they need to be creating content. So now. It's not just about him writing about email pop-ups he's writing about all the things that people need to be successful with often monster right so that opens up the door a lot in terms of the content you can create you're no longer pigeonhole like if i just sold plungers online like toilet plungers i'm not just gonna write about about plungers anymore maybe i write about home improvement maybe i go a layer up and then that opens up the door a lot more and then i'm able to capture a lot more traffic so now you look at hubspot it's like okay they're writing about bitcoin Chances are some of these people that are writing these guides about how to buy Bitcoin, like uh, reading these guides later, they might need a CRM or they might need sales tools for whatever they're trying to build. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. I get it. Yeah. It make, makes sense. So they're, they're trying to attract these crypto uh, investors and we wouldn't naturally like think, well, why, yeah. Why a HubSpot, the CRM player writing about crypto when they have nothing to do with it, but that, that's who they're right. after, And they're, I guess, you, you know, they're, they're after a, a wide range of, uh, you know, companies smbs that it doesn't matter if they're uh you know crypto or whatever you know sas specific exactly yeah okay makes yeah. make, make sense and, and then so and majority on 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 inbound is it is it just content is it blogs um you know what what is working what what are your clients doing
0: yeah you know so i think now now if you look at instagram for example youtube everyone's trying to do all these different things and what i'll say is this you start with one thing that you're good at initially. So Alex, you might be really good at podcasting, for example. Um, I used to really enjoy writing, so I really started with writing and and blogging. And we still, that's kind of our base right now. We still do a lot of it, but I've I've kind of gone more to audio just because it's more convenient. Um, So you start with one thing you're good at first. So for example, like Gary Vee, his example is he's always, he has a videographer following him around all the time. And then he just, he takes that video and he repurposes it to uh, audio. And then he repurposes it to blog posts, for example. He just has an entire team that does all the work for him. so I think you start with a base first and then you start to produce, produce, produce. Once you start to get some traction going, then what you do after is you, you create a repurposing framework, right? Because nowadays people are so ADD. Like if you're watching Netflix, you're taking out your phone, you're looking at Instagram, you're just all over the place. So your job, eventually you start with one thing first and then you start to branch out. So you might, as an example, you might start with a podcast first and it becomes a it becomes three different blog posts and it becomes uh, three different videos and it becomes like 16 different social images. That way you have a framework to follow. And you can just hand it off to somebody else. Um, eventually you start to get some traction. You hand it off. Um, you go hire some writers. You go hire some content creators and then you're off to the races.
1: Yeah, that makes it good, good tips. And, and actually like still, you, you know, I mean we're – we're three years into to our journey we we're, we're putting out a lot of content, but do you know what we we're, we're not repurposing a lot of it like th- we do the odd bit of repurposing. I think right recently on the podcast, we started to do like these uh radio hours where uh, I, I guess like as SASDOC we we actually have like you know a shit ton of content from all our conferences, all the events that we do. Uh, even like you know, all of our podcasts, three years of podcasts, and then just putting that together into an hour-long show about customer success, about sales, you know, uh, about marketing. Um, but we we probably don't do enough of it. So actually, I'm I'm gonna uh, have this as a takeaway from our, our conversation, just to see like what what more can we do. So uh, uh, that's totally. what... yeah, absolutely, good stuff. Um, what what does it require, really? Like um, you know, from uh, to to have like effective content marketing, um, you know what what are the the, the, the key elements? Uh, I, I guess um, you you know I guess you you, you got to have a great content marketer, or is that necessarily so? Like, can you get somebody uh, you know hire somebody that isn't actually um, you know uh, a content marketer by trade, but you you know has some other skill sets and you know get them involved? Uh, um, what what do you think?
0: Yeah, so I think, I mean, the, the beyond like, let's say you, you know, as a founder, um, you're starting out initially, you, you might be creating content, you're like doing a bunch of different things initially, and just because you have to, to to get things moving. Um, but eventually, I would say that the one hire that takes the, the most um, off your plate, that lifts a huge weight off your shoulders, um, is probably someone like a managing editor. So this is not someone that they don't necessarily need to be a good writer, they need to be good at managing the process, right? They're doing a bunch of different things. Like, this person is. Hiring writers, okay, they're, um, you know, uh, they're, they're managing the editorial process in terms of things getting posted out. And then if they're managing a repurposing framework, there's other uh, considerations there too. And at the same time, they're also looking at kind of, uh, you know, what kind of content assets are good for increasing email conversion rates. So they're really kind of well rounded, kind of like a jack of all trades. you know, the hope would be that this person could eventually become your uh, director of content or, you know, VP of content or even like a chief content officer. Um, but you start with the managing editor first. And chances are they're probably not good at um, like a couple of different things, right? Like content's one of them. UX might be another one. Um, and then you have, you know, other considerations like are they good at SEO too? So you're trying to pull from different buckets. Chances are they're probably stro- strong at a couple, but, but, but weak at something else. And you just shore up that other weakness by hiring someone else.
1: Do you, um, you talk about obviously the, having this managing editor as uh, being like, um, you, you know, uh, I guess a kind of key role uh, within an effective content marketing strategy. Therefore, I think it would kind of make sense that um, uh, there would be um, an editorial plan being something that's absolutely key, uh, you know, for, for every SaaS company to, uh, uh, to have within their, their content marketing strategy. Um, is that something that you would, you, you would advise and, uh, and recommend?
0: Yeah, I think starting out, like you know, a lot of people talk about having an editorial calendar and everything, and we don't particularly just subscribe to like a year-long editorial calendar, and it's like, like this 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 strong like full-out production process. And that's not to say it might change in the future, but it's just not how we do it right now. Um, what we do, uh, this might be veering away from your question, but what we do as a team that's essential. There's this book that we have. Um, oh, it's over here. This book right here, Traction. Okay, so Traction. It's it's more so for entrepreneurs to read. Um, but also we make our teams, like our content team, our client services team, they make they run these meetings every week and they do like a quarterly offsite. Now, what we do in those meetings is we basically talk about um, here are all the issues we're facing on, on, you know, content. Here are all the successes we've had. Here's like our weekly scorecard. It keeps us moving in the right direction. We'll ideate on, on, on new things. Um, you know, we're, we're doing like a live event in LA just for like 100 people in, in October. But we use this meeting to talk through issues, we'll debate, we'll get tense sometimes, um, and that's where we, we will sometimes discuss through the, the um, you know, the, the, like, 30-day editorial calendar that we have. Um, but if I were to give you one tactical thing to do, it's to read the book Traction, um, and then if you want your employees to read it, there's a, a bridge version called What the Heck is EOS. EOS is Entrepreneur's Operating System. Um, that's going to go a long way in making your business successful. I, I don't think I'm going to run any business in the future without um, that framework, excuse me.
1: No worries. Um actually, uh, good tips. I, this is traction by Gino, uh, Wickman and, uh, I have started reading it, haven't finished it. Uh, actually I started reading it some time ago, so I kind of, <laughs> I need, I need to get back to, to reading it, but yeah, heard I a lot, heard, heard a lot of good things about that. So I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to personally, um, uh, try and finish that before SAS Doc 18 and so that we can talk about it, uh, then, but, um, yeah, heard, heard a lot of good things. So, so good recommendation there. Um in terms of um you know uh, blog posts and uh podcasts on uh content marketing, um so like blog posts, do you do you see the effectiveness of blog posts still there? Like obviously uh, like over the last years, I think you know it, it it's become very saturated, right, in terms of the content. Um how do you break through uh, the the noise? You know, it should yeah. people just be doing Video, you know, is the future. Video should they just be doing audio, um, or is it just a, a, a everything? Um.
0: I think if you're starting out, you focus on one. I think once you start to get moving, you you start to you, you try to be omnipresent. Um, so Neil and I talk about this on the Marketing School podcast a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's an age old kind of marketing rule. They call it the rule of seven where they need to see you seven times before taking an action. And I'm telling you, that's true because um, I was at another SaaS conference earlier this year. And someone saw me and they're like, hey, podcast guy. And then like, you know, I just turned around and we started talking. Um, and then like a couple months later, I think he sees like a LinkedIn post and he ends up, you know, calling uh, brain And then now we're about to start working with each other and they're, they're a SaaS company, right? And they spend a lot of money. Um, so he saw me, uh, there's a couple of touch points. I don't know all the other touch points he might've seen, but like the fact that he listened to, to the podcast and he like was, he knew me right away when he saw me, that's powerful, right? So, um, and, and going back to your question on, are blog posts still effective? So on WordPress alone, there's over 2 million new blog posts being published every single day. So the question is how do you stand out? And this applies to just not only blog posts, but across the board too. If other people are zigging in a certain direction, then you should zag, right? So, you know, what what, um, what we do on our blog posts is, you know, our criteria is we're going for longer form posts. And it's just, we've seen the data and, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 words plus, they tend to perform a lot better because our site... Um, when is known for you know marketing in Google's eyes. So whenever we pu- we publish something that's longer form, it gives us the chance to rank for that page. That to rank for hundreds or even thousands of keywords sometimes. So um, that's what I would suggest doing if you're going to do blog posts. It's hard to get started right now because you know, like you said, it's very saturated. Another example is the Marketing School podcast. We do that one every single day. It's it's two guys that love marketing that that run real businesses, and we just it's every single day. It's five minutes long. It's different from everyone else's. That's how we stand out with that podcast, and that's why we're aiming for trying to hit that million download a mark, um, million download a month mark, um, just by being a little different from someone else. If you're gonna do it, be a little different. Have a content tilt.
1: If. Um... You know, if you were just getting started with content marketing and you take all, all this like uh, advice on board, but, you you know, should you be looking for the quick wins? You know, is there such a thing as I'm just getting started in, in content marketing and I'm going to get, you know, like a, I don't know, 10,000 uh, views on, on this blog post, um, uh, you, you know, within my, you know, first sort of like month or, or whatever, or, or should it, you just realize that it is a long game. Right. Um, well, yeah. what do what you advise? Could you, can you mix it up? Uh,
0: yeah. So what I would say is this, I remember I uh, interviewed this guy named Derek Halpern on my, on the growth everywhere podcast a couple of years ago. And, you know, he has hundreds of thousands of visits a month and his email list is like 300,000 people or whatever, or, or probably even more than that now. And I was like, okay, so, you know, w- what is the secret? And actually I even interviewed someone else last week. He's got millions of visits a month. I think like, I don't know, five to 6 million visits a month. And he said, Eric, like just in the beginning, it, it's, it's nobody knows who you are it's all about promotion. Like I was like, okay, so what percent of the time should we be writing versus creating versus promoting? You know, when you're starting out, you're probably doing, it's not even 80, 20 where it's like 80% promotion, 20% creating, you're probably doing like 5% creating and 95% promoting. So the key is this, you're not even doing just 1500 to 2000 words. You're writing the best thing you can possibly write out there about that piece. And you're just staying consistent with it over and over and over. You do that. I guarantee you for over you know a year, you're doing something that, um, you know, instead of 1,000 words, maybe it's 10,000 words of really good stuff. It's the best thing you can put out there. I guarantee you you're going to be successful.
1: So in terms of promotion, distribution, I, I think uh, – and, and I, hope, I hope this makes sense. I, I remember reading something like, you know, if you, if you, um, you know, put a message in a bottle, you know, and, like, push it out into the ocean, you know, no one's there uh, to, to read it, right? Um, then what's the what's the point or, you know, what's the effect of uh, writing this message, right? And, and I guess, you know, the, the analogy is there in terms of, like, you know, writing a piece of content, but, you know, if no one, you know, if you don't promote it, then I guess kind of, like, what, what is the point? Um, so in terms of, like, the, the promotional sort of strategies, I mean, you mentioned, like, how much time actually you should be putting on, on promotion, but where, where should you be, you know, promoting? Are, you know, are you just talking about, like, a schedule of, retweets uh you know should people be i think uh, is it chris von wilpert or whatever you know you know spends a lot of money like on facebook ads uh to to get the numbers up on on, on posts you know what, what should people be doing
0: yeah chris is great by the way i think we've also had him on the on the podcast too um so he so chris von wilpert is guy he's a marketer at uh, sumo Uh, sumo group, which is uh, Noah Kagan's company, which is also a SaaS company. And he puts a lot of dollars towards it, towards promoting it. So you don't necessarily need to do that, that you can certainly do that. You can even do the easy way where you're like just boosting Facebook posts for like five to $10 a day just to get going. Um, what I would do is do the really thankless stuff, right? Because I come from an SEO content marketing background. I will actually go use a tool called buzz sumo. That's B U Z Z sumo buzzsumo.com and then i would go search for a keyword like content marketing for example i look at in the last six months to a year what are the most popular posts and then i'll look for whoever has shared those on social you can see who shared them using buzzsumo um and then you can also see who's linked to those posts as well and you can just reach out to those people using a tool like hunter.io so yes it's thankless and but i'm telling you this is a process once you get it going you might use a tool like loom make a couple of screencasts hand it off to a virtual assistant you can this is where I would recommend hiring some people from Upwork because there's offshore kind of SEO people. Um, I don't usually use Upwork, but for this kind of stuff, like these, you can go find those people there. And then you just keep doing outreach over and over. It's like doing sales, but at the end of the day, you're not getting revenue. You're just, Can you still hear me? Sorry, I muted myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. You 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 said uh, it was it was like sales, but and then you muted. So what was that? What was that? But oh
0: yeah, it's like sales, but you're getting a link at the end.
1: There we go. There we go. So we don't even have to edit that. I'm going to keep that in because
0: I I I like it raw.
1: Um, good stuff. Um, so I mean, I've got like so many more questions. I'm going to ask a couple more. Before we talk about you, uh, you coming to to Dublin, uh, and actually these, I, I guess, kind of the, these couple uh, uh, specific. Well, I think to to, to many people, but I, I'm curious to learn. Just to re- what, what do you think around sort of like the value of newsletters sort of these days? You, you know, is there uh, should people still be um, you, you know crafting newsletters? uh has their time come or gone you, you know like uh, or what what should you be doing uh to the newsletters to kind of like make them interesting uh what, what's your thoughts around that
0: yeah you know there's a lot of newsletters out there people think that they need to be like really nice designed oh we need a designer to make the template look good and all that uh you know we need, we need to put like a bunch of links in there so the trouble was that when you have like a nicely designed newsletter like good, good good style and you have a bunch of links that you just throw in there the the email service providers see that as that's promotional stuff, right? So what what we do most of the time, and some we'll send like a weekly summary um each week, but most of the time when we send emails to people, um, and I, I'm assuming that's what you're referring to, but uh what we do is we just send like you know a couple of lines and then it's just one link, right? It's one link, and that way it's seen more, not more like not like a promotion, and then it gets dumped. You have a higher chance of getting dumped in someone's kind of kind of main inbox. Um so we do that. We don't see a lot of um from a newsletter perspective like from the summaries we don't get like a lot of engagement with those. like here's like a weekly roundup right we don't get a lot of engagement with those but when we focus on like one subject one link just like you know a couple paragraphs or so uh that tends to do better for us so we 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 strain that direction just because we're email marketing nerds and we like our uh open rates and our click rates to be higher
1: very interesting um and uh uh, quickly, what about, uh, I'm, I'm sure we could spend a whole podcast on it, but like email list growth. Um, I think, you know, something that I know that we, we could certainly be better on. Um, but let's say, uh, uh, you know, for, for SaaS companies listening, um, you know, any tips around, you know, building email lists?
0: Yeah, I'll give you a really good one. Um, so we actually just implemented this. So I was, I was at, a we were hosting a mastermind, um, in Cabo a couple of weeks ago. And one of the guys uh, runs an e-commerce shop. This is not related to SaaS just yet, but um, he's like, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this, um, we're doing like this contest wheel on our site. It's one of those things where you like, you spin, you put your email and you get to spin the wheel and you get like a prize. And I was like, okay, like that seems really gimmicky, right? Um, He's like, yeah, but our email conversion rate is 16%. And I was like, no way. Um, So we implemented it last week and our email conversion rate jumped from at least as of this um, recording we jump from 1.5% to, to 3.5%. So um, whoever cares about emails, and I think everyone in here listening to this should care about emails, um, there's your, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a multi-thousand dollar tip right there. So um, you can thank Alex for doing this podcast.
1: Okay, no, thanks for that tip. We'll, uh, we'll certainly uh, look into that we need to uh, uh, improve our, our rates. Um, and uh, I, I guess as we, we're coming to the end of the show, I mean, let's talk about... Um, you coming over to Dublin in four weeks uh, for for SaaStock18, um, you'll be involved in the growth marketing bootcamp, and you'll also be speaking. Um, tell, us, tell us a little bit more about what we can uh, hear from you and learn from you uh, at SaaStock18.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the growth bootcamp, I'm, I'm really excited for those because that's really, you know, it's longer, you know, it's, I, I can go a little... Um, you know, there's some structure to it, but I can also like go free form too. So in there, I'll be, I'll I'll be sharing some of the, you know, the, the marketing tactics and strategies that have been working well for us. Um, And, you know, that should be fun. It should be engaging. Um, You know, hopefully everyone will get at least one or two big things to take away and and go grow their business using it um, or going to that session. And then the, the main session I'm doing is that one's around how to build an evergreen traffic machine. So it's literally what we've done to build, you know, the, the the two podcasts that we have to, you know, both over, you know, multi million downloads now, um, and then also our our blog itself, like we've been growing, compounding like ten to fifteen percent month over month. We're at about one hundred fifty thousand visits a month now, um, so we're we're aiming to get to half a million in the next you know twelve months or so. Um, so it's the same playbooks we use over and over. Like another site, we grow from zero to two million visits a month. Um, so I'm happy to share those those um, you know all the learnings there. And um, give some really good key takeaways for, for everyone. And happy to participate and, and learn from other, uh, you know, SaaS people as well.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, excited for that and uh, uh, to, to meet in person. I won't uh, shout and say, oi, podcast guy. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be polite and <laughs> say, hey, Eric. Uh, but um, no, looking forward to, uh, uh, to that. And uh, last question, we always, um, you know, finish off and just ask our guests, you know, how they, say, uh, how they stay healthy and sane um, you know, whilst you're, you're working and, you know, building your, uh, your empire, uh, I, I guess. So what, what's your way?
0: Yeah. So this is, I, I guess for me overall. So w- one of the biggest things I've done in the last like year and a half or so, uh, I, I, this sounds fancy. I, I don't really think it's that fancy. I, I literally went on, um, you know, in the U S we use, I don't, I think they have this everywhere around the world. We use Craigslist and, um, what we did was, or we, what I did was I I just hired a cook and they cook mostly, you know, uh, just vegetarian or fish food. And then I just get the food like delivered to me every uh, Sunday, Monday, or no, every Sunday and Wednesday, I don't need to think about it anymore. Um, Other than that, I mean, I'm very consistent with my, um, you know, at least I I get some motion in every morning, um, whether it's like running a couple miles and and working out on the weekends. Um, That's what it is. I I think you start the day with those in terms of your food's taken care of um, and your training, you get your mind, right. Um, and then everything else tends to take care of itself. And the final thing I'll say is, um, in terms of productivity, which I, which is what I think you're asking, um, is around batching. So I, I create a lot of content. People are like, how do you do that? Like you do the podcast, you do the other podcast. The secret is only just. Uh, that we were able to to, to produce a lot uh, at the same time. So those are just you, uh, like a couple of takeaways.
1: You you muted again on the uh, on the secret the, you're doing it like it's like a cliffhanger. So find out on the next uh, show with uh, with Eric Sue what the secret was. Uh, what was the uh, what was the secret? So
0: yeah, so I, I think I said that the secret. Sorry about that. Like I'm holding holding the space bar here. This is my first time testing the Zoom feature, um, but the secret is batching your content. If you're going to be creating like a lot of content, just batch it. Um, So we do it every day. But like last week with Neil, we recorded 20 in one sitting and we just do that like twice or three times a month.
1: Okay, well, no, no, it's uh, it's pretty good going. Yeah, I mean, like, again, I I see like uh, obviously uh, uh, people like yourself and uh, Nathan Latko who does like, he does like five podcasts a week or that's going out a week. Um, But yeah, I think you you guys are, are pretty efficient at, uh recording the episodes and uh i i think we're we're still doing the the, the one a week <laughs> you, you know re- recording which often isn't you know maybe the most efficient way but um, some good tips there and great tips throughout the whole of the podcast so uh i have learnt a lot you know we'll be sharing it with the uh with our marketing team um hopefully everybody that's listening um uh, to this will be sharing it with their marketing team uh as well and um and, and a few people will be uh, lucky to uh, learn from you in person uh, at sas 18 in dublin so that's going to be super exciting can't wait four weeks uh, till now we'll have a guinness as well um uh, and it, it'll be fun so uh, see you in dublin uh, eric sue uh, ceo of single grain and thanks for sharing all these lessons today with us
0: yeah thanks for having me
1: I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the SAS Revolution Show and have picked up valuable lessons from Eric Sue. Get a ticket before we sell out, if you're listening before the 15th, that is, and with the incredible uh, three days in Dublin, or catch us live and on demand at live.sasdoc.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.